Hello there and welcome to Impact Podcast. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 declares the man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. This podcast exists to build lives and empower destinies through the breaking of the bread of the word of God through the very many insightful and impactful teachings that will be featured on the podcast. Our aim is to see lives built and destinies impacted to the end that kingdom come. We're glad that you're here. I pray that you'll be blessed by today's teaching and every other episode that we will be featured while you're here. Please do well to subscribe, like, share, and make sure that you do not just benefit alone, but also have other people benefit from what you'll be hearing today. And now to today's episode. Sit back and relax and enjoy what we have for you today. God bless you. Hello there, welcome to today's episode of Impact Podcast. My name is Pastor George, and as always, I am delighted to break the bread of God's word with you today. It's my prayer that you will be blessed by today's episode. If you remember last week, I did say that over the next three to four weeks, we're going to be considering topics around the birth of Jesus Christ, even as we prepare to commemorate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Last week's episode, we was entitled Make Room for Jesus. Make Room for Jesus. I hope you are preparing and as you prepare, that you are also making room to receive Jesus. That you're not only preparing uh, physically or um, just for in the natural, but that you're also preparing your heart, preparing your mind and soul and spirit to receive uh, the birth of Jesus Christ, even as we celebrate or as we commemorate his birth. Now, today I would like to pick up from where we left off last week. Let's go back to the scripture we read last week and we can continue from where we left off last week. It's in Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. Here's what the Bible reads. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of lineage and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in a swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I take the last part again. It said the Bible says, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Why? Because there was no room for them in the inn. Uh, now, uh, I remember just a, a bit of a recap, recounting a few of the incidents that happened up until uh, the birth of Jesus Christ, beginning with the visitation of the angel Gabriel to Mary uh, and, and of course to Elizabeth and then to 
uh, first to Zacharias, sorry, the, the, the husband of Elizabeth, and then to Mary, and then afterwards we uh, see or saw Mary visiting her cousin, her senior cousin Elizabeth, and the incident or the, what transpired while uh, cousins were we're talking when they met then we went up to begin to look at the actual day in uh, uh, the jesus was born how they had arrived the city and were uh, looking for a place to lodge that night and we were told according to scripture that there was no place for them in the inn and everywhere was fully booked everywhere was occupied and the only place that was left for them was in the barn, yes, the barn was where Jesus eventually was born, in the stable, that he was born in the stable. And I remember uh, looking at the word stable, and also we went in to look at the word um, swaddling cloth, the phrase swaddling cloth, that when Jesus was born in the stable, in the barn, um, he was wrapped, even as looked captured, in swaddling clothes, and then was laid in the manger. Now, uh, Ara had covered the stable and covered the swaddling clothes, and so today we're going to be looking at the manger. And so this episode is entitled "The Mystery of the Manger." The mystery of the manger. That's right. It's not just a manger. There is a mystery around or with the word manger, what I think we should consider today as it relates to the birth of Jesus Christ. And when Jesus was born, not only was he wrapped in swaddling clothes, but the Bible says he was laid in a manger. What is a manger? A manger basically is uh, some kind of a feeding. It is a feeding throw. A feeding throw where the feed of animals, horses, cattle, sheep are placed in and they eat from. Yeah. A manger is a feeding throw. A feeding throw where the, the feeds of animals are placed in and the animals feed from it. Keep that in your mind. Now, the feeding troll was used in the instance of uh, at Jesus' birth as to serve the purpose of a crib, a cradle, if you would, or a bed. Yeah. When he was born and wrapped in swaddling clothes, the milk rock, yeah, the rock that was found in the stable in the barn, uh, there was no baby crib or baby cot or cradle in which to lay the child Jesus. And so he was laid in the manger, which is the feeding trough for animals. Mm. Now, this is, remember that the trough is the place where animals find their food. Okay? And so the Messiah, Jesus, now lays there. The place where animals find their food. Jesus, the Messiah, now lays there. Remember that Jesus, the Bible tells us, is the true bread. Jesus, the Bible says, is the bread of life that came down, which came down from heaven. Jesus is the food that gives us true and eternal life. Jesus is the bread 
of life. Now, here's what the Bible says in the book of John chapter 6, verse 25 to 35. John chapter 6, verse 25 to 35. Listen, the Bible says, And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, What shall we do? that we may walk the works of God. Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. Therefore they said to him, What sign will you perform then, that we may see it and believe you? What work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert, as it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God, pay attention, for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Mm. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. Here's what Jesus said to them. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. In the words of Jesus, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. Now, let's establish the connection between Bethlehem, the place of birth of Jesus Christ, uh, Jesus himself, and the manger. You remember in Micah chapter 5 verse 2, we did reference this last week. The prophet, God spoke through the mouth of the prophet Micah and said in verse 2 of Micah chapter 5, But thou Bethlehem Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that he is to be ruler in Israel, who is going forth, have been from old, from everlasting. Now, in, in the book of Micah chapter 5 verse 2, this is where uh, Bethlehem was prophesied as the birthplace of Jesus. And in actual fact, in actual truth, Jesus was born in Bethlehem, which is the south of Palestine in the time. And so, let's, there's a connection between Bethlehem, Jesus himself, and the manger. Mm, this, is, this is where the mystery lies. Bethlehem is known as the house of bread. Bethlehem, it's the house of bread. Okay. Jesus, in the scripture we just read, a few, uh, oh, just a while ago, it said, I am the bread of life. <laughs> you, you're beginning to see Bethlehem, the place of birth of Jesus, is the house of bread. The one that was born in Bethlehem, being Jesus, is called or known as the bread of life. Mm. Now, the manger, it's a bread display trough 
That's right. It is where the animals found find their bread. In fact, if you go to a bakery, uh, freshly baked bread isn't found in the liquor store. Of course, they're found in the bakery. And in the bakery, they are placed on a troll or in a troll, however you choose to use it. Okay. And so, whosoever wants fresh bread, like the animals in the stable, let him come forth, stretch forth, and take from the display troll. In this case, the manger. So, when you go to a bakery, bread are placed on a troll, freshly baked bread. And from the throat, people pick from. In the manger, in the barn, in the stable, animals, the feed of animals, uh, which is synonymous to the bread of animals, are placed in the trough. And from there, the animals take their bread or take their food from. Jesus is the bread of life. And was born in a city known as Bethlehem, otherwise known as the house of bread. Can you see what is running in here? God intended for it to be so, brothers and sisters. God intended for all this to happen. Christ, the bread of life, has to be born in a stable, which in this case I will call the bakery. <laughs> Where bread is made, the bakery, which it's Bethlehem, Christ the bread, has to be born in a stable, in bracket, the bakery of Bethlehem, the house of bread. Christ the bread has to be born in a bakery where bread is made, in this case, uh, uh, known as Bethlehem, the house of bread. And Christ, the bread of life, was placed on the bread display troll. Did, did you catch that? That Christ, the bread of life, was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread. And this bread of life, when he was born, was placed or laid in a bread display troll. The bread of life was born in the house of bread. Of course, where will you find bread? Freshly made bread are not displayed in a liquor store. They are found in the bakery. And from there, buyers, all the sellers come to pick from or buy from. They take them out of the trough. And so the bread of life was born in the house of bread, Bethlehem. And when he was born, he was placed Mm, in a feeding trough, in a bread display trough. Now, all of this, you must understand, was orchestrated by God. It was all the mastermind and planned by Him. Why? That at the name of Jesus, the Bible says, every knee must bow. The attention of the world had to be gotten. The entire world had to erode his coming. The census by Caesar Augustus and all that happened was part of God's plan to introduce his son, our savior. His birth was acknowledged and recorded by history. It was the right timing of God. 
It has to happen when it happens. Christ has to be born at this time in history, not earlier and not later. The decree was issued to the whole world at the time as seen in the opening scripture you and I read. And God chose this time to reveal his son. Why? Because the target was the whole world. It wasn't just about the Jews or, or, or alone or the Gentiles alone. Neither was it just to the Romans, but it was the whole wide world. God needed the attention of the world. And at this time, when the command went to capture the attention of the then known world, it wasn't just about the Jews or the Gentiles or the Romans. God was needed a world stage to introduce, to announce the birth of its son. <laughs> and he chose to allow him all the situations orchestrated. <laughs> he was born in the house of bread. The bread of life was born in the house of bread and was placed on the manger or in the manger on a bread display trough. <laughs> now, here's what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 67, prominent scripture. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of the government and peace, of his government and peace. There will be no end upon the throne. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forevermore. The zeal of the Lord's house, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now, let's look at some attributes of bread. When you were about to make a physical Excuse me, a physical bread. There are certain things that are the certain conjurements that I found in a physical bread. Things like yeast, flour, water, milk, salt, eggs, sugar, or sweetening, or or fat. These are some of the attributes or some of the conjurements or ingredients, if you would, that I used to make bread. Now, when Jesus was born, I cut not when Jesus was born. I cut into Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 to 7. The scripture we just read says his name will be called. This is what he's made up of. Wonderful. So the same way bread is made up of yeast, flour, water, milk, salt, eggs, sugar, or sweetener, oil, or fat. Jesus is made up or it was made up of what was called wonderful. This is what he contains. Counsel, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is five of his attributes. Wonderful counselor. When you receive Jesus, you receive wonderful. You receive counselor. You receive a mighty God. You receive an everlasting Father. You receive an everlasting peace. When you eat this bread of life, you eat the things that get into you. It's that you receive the wonderful counselor. You receive the wonderful God. You receive a counselor. You receive a mighty God. You receive an everlasting Father. And you receive the Prince of Peace. Just the same when you eat bread, you are taking into you yeast, flour, water, milk, salt, eggs, everything that it contains. When you receive Jesus, you receive into you 
all the wonders of God, the counsels of Almighty God. You receive the mighty God, the everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the Bible tells you and I that the bread of life was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread, and was laid. So in, it, it's all in the bread. It, it, it's all, it's in all the bread on the manger. So now the bread of life has been placed in the manger. Jesus Christ. The question is, how many want this bread? He said, if any man is hungry, let him come to me and eat from me. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. If anyone is hungry, the question is, how many want this bread? How many have appetite for this kind of bread? Are you so full and occupied, crowded and, 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 and full of everything, busy with all kinds of things, uh, but no room for Jesus? Have you got any space inside of your left for him to receive this bread? That, that the scenario would be that just as the, in the manger, sorry, in the stable, in the barn, when the animals are hungry and will need to eat, they will stretch onto the, the, the trough, onto the manger, and will pull their food, and will take their food, picture the animals in the stable. When they're about to eat and they're hungry, what do they do? They stretch onto, or they go to the manger, they go to the feeding trough, and they don't even necessarily have to stretch, except if it's elevated. But when they're hungry, the picture is that they go to the trough, they go to the manger and they begin to pick their food or pull their food and they eat from that. When you go to a bakery where freshly made baked bread are displayed, they had the bread are displayed on, on, on the, the, the bread display trough. And when you come into the bakery to buy bread, what you do, you pick from the trough. You make your choice. You select the ones you want. <laughs> From the truth, Jesus, the bread of life, having been born in Bethlehem, which is a kind of a bakery, because Bethlehem is called a house of bread. Uh, again, the liquor store is not a house of bread. A bakery is a house of bread. Bethlehem, it's the house of bread. Jesus, the bread of life, was born in the house of bread, and now he's been displayed on the bread display trough, which is the manger in the barn, in the stable. For any one of you and I who is hungry, who wants bread, who wants to eat this bread of life, remember what it contains. Uh, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Uh, if you need those in your life, what you are required to do is to get on, to get to the manger, get to the trough and pull your food, pull your food, pull your bread, pick your bread, pick your meat, pick your food, just like the animals. Look at what your God did, that in the stable, he gave a picture of what is supposed to happen. The bread of life born in the house of bread now lays in a feeding trough, in a bread display trough, in a manger. Why? A picture 
lunch. This is the mystery that if you are hungry, if you need feeling, if there's something missing in your life, my prayer is that you're not so full that you don't have space for him. My prayer is that you're not so full and, and, and of your own self that you don't have room for him anymore. But if any man thirsts, if any man is hungry, please make your way to the feeding trough. Make your way to the manger. There lies the bread of life and you can eat of this bread. You can pull your food like the animals are. Mm pull their food from the feeding troll and you and I haven't gone into the bakery. We'll pick the bread we want from the bread display troll. The master lays there. He say, here I am if anyone is hungry. This is the mystery of the manger. It wasn't just that he was born in a man in a barn, in a stable. It wasn't just that he was placed or laid in a manger, but this is a mystery that when you see him recognize that he's not just a child, it's the bread of life that is now being displayed in the feeding trough for anyone who's hungry to come and eat, child of God. The master waits for you that as you and I commemorate the birth of Jesus Christ, let's not forget it's beyond the birth of a child. It's a mystery. It's beyond the birth of another baby. It's a mystery. It's not just about the stable, the barn, the, the swaddling clothes and the manger. No, God is showing here if you are hungry, if you need bread, come and eat. Come and take it. You don't even have to pay. All you need to be is be hungry enough and open up your heart to receive. Come to the stable. Come because there is a bread. This time the bread of life. If you eat of this bread, he says you will never hunger again and you will never test again. He's displayed in the trough. Eat from there. The mystery of the manger. Can I pray for you as we round up today? By the power in the name of Jesus and by the authority in the blood of the Lamb, I, I release a prophetic declaration over you today and I decree and declare like Elizabeth, when you and everyone may have given up on you, when everyone else or even yourself may have given up on your situation, I decree and declare God will open your womb to conceive, be it ideas, be it a biological child, God we open up your womb to receive that blessing, that miracle in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare like Elizabeth, your appointed time of breakthrough will never pass you by regardless of what may have passed you by. Regardless of what men may have said, your appointed time of breakthrough will never pass you by. I prophetically declare unto you today, like Mary, your life shall be a beacon of hope for many. You shall be a carrier of testimonies and good news. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, like Jesus, like Jesus is birthed in a stable 
or shared by animals unthinkable to the right thinking mind your breakthrough and success by the power in the name of Jesus will happen in an unimaginable and very insignificant setting to people it will be a surprise to you and surprise to people you will be a wonder to yourself and to the world around you in the name of Jesus in the season as you and I prepare to commemorate the birth of Jesus remember Remember the mystery of the manger. Remember the mystery of the manger that the bread of life, which is Jesus Christ, now lays in a bread display troll in a house of bread. Come to him. And there lies in him is your food. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. May the Lord bless you today and keep you. Go into this day and this week and prosper and flourish. Make room for Jesus. But don't forget to meet him there in the manger. It's a mystery. Till I come your way again. Ah, this is, this is, this. I pray that you get this. I pray you catch this and may the hand of God remain upon you. It is well with you. You are going to be celebrated. That's right. Because celebration, it's coming to you and will never, never cease in your house till I come your way again. I remain yours truly, Pastor George. Stay blessed. Ah, let me celebrate the miracles that are coming your way. It is well with you. I'm so excited. I have to go now. See you next time.